1: A horse is a horse, of course, but what if a horse could give you the answers to all of life's questions? One woman discovered her old black mare was something much more than met the eye and charged visitors for the privilege of consulting the beast. But were these customers getting the true answers they sought, or were they just being taken for a ride? This week's episode is Lady Wonder Psychic Horse. Up in the-
2: Lady Wonder Psychic Horse sounds like a superhero reboot that we all need right now.
1: (laughs) I would watch. I'm telling you, you text me this and you go, hey, just an idea. Maybe we could do this next week. And I was like, I read the first line of the (laughs) Wikipedia entry and I was in. Yeah. I was just in. I would watch a full, like a 10 season television series about this
2: i'd listen to a 20 episode serial podcast about lady (laughs) wonder the psychic horse somebody call
1: sarah koenig because we need
2: (laughs) this yeah this uh you know what she did a lot of great great stuff for anon and i think she
1: could do even
2: more for the residents of richmond virginia
1: i think so yeah this was a suggestion from you said a friend of yours yeah a friend of mine uh michael corbett thank
2: you so much he he sent this to me Couple months ago, and I was like, What? I've never heard of this. And then, <laughs> after a three part series on Ray Rivera, we wanted something that was lighthearted and fun.
1: Indeed. And I like the reputation we've made for ourselves that we do get very gruesome emails, DMs, personal face to face or Zoom uh, suggestions, and then also really weird stuff like this. Yes. <laughs> it's it's no. like, you, Have you ever heard of a second course? <laughs> I've, no,
2: but I want to. I now created a tab in OneNote that's just, I believe Weird. I titled it Fun Stuff. <laughs>
1: <laughs> funsies. There's some funsies Fun stuff. Ideas. This isn't but... grisly
2: or gruesome. It's not going to keep you up at night. Although, I will say, I did lose sleep last night <laughs> thinking about <laughs> the, th- the, the three questions I would ask Lady Wonder if given <laughs> the opportunity. <laughs> and I still am not 100% sure now, what, are your what my third is. Uh, the first one, who killed John Bonet? <laughs> I feel like wi- everyone needs to know. And Lady We're- Wonder, ugh, it seems like she would know.
1: Is there a treasure on Oak Island? (laughs)
2: Yes, I did think about that, and then I honestly was like, "I know the answer to that," and there is not. (laughs) We, uh, sorry, what are those guys' names? I don't even remember. Oh, the Lagina, Laginas. Yes, sorry, because it's spelled like Lagina. It is. Yes, (laughs) we. I think we called them Lagina many times uh, to
1: ourselves. (laughs) I also kind of thought I should ask about Ray Rivera. Yeah. The thing. The thing about any wish question or. Uh, you can ask any question to get knowledge or you can make any wish. It's it sort of like shows who you are as a person, because if you go like, oh, I wish for a million dollars or I wish for a million wishes or I want to know, you know, will I ever find true love? How am I going to die? Versus if you ask for a thing that doesn't even that would benefit us all. Oh, yes. Like who killed John Bonet? The world that needs would benefit? to know. We all Thank need to
2: you. know. And not just for for our sake, for. The sake of others, although yeah. I think that the person that did it has since died. So, yes. But wouldn't we like that closure? Mm-hmm. But the third question, I was not—I was not a hundred percent confident on. So, still trying to toy with that.
1: Up in the air. Well, I think that's a personality quiz. If you're going to do like a. Zoom date or Bumble date, you where you're like video chatting. You gotta ask if you had to ask three questions to a psychic Mm -hmm. course, what would they be? (laughs) That should be your opener. (laughs) You'd learn a lot about someone. What would your
2: questions be?
1: Oh my gosh! I mean, I I thought
2: about
1: mine for a while, so I don't want to put you on the spot if you need to think about it. I would, I would ask like, am I on the right path? And like, yeah, you know, thought about that too. Um, but that's a yes or no question, and like, what does a fucking horse know? About? <laughs> See, I that's horses, the thing
2: horses horses know a lot about paths. They though. that's true. But well, as we'll learn, it's a good good chance. Uh, Lady Wonder or perhaps her owner Claudia were just playing the odds. And if you that's give true. them a if a fifty fifty shot at something, that's, that's why I, I want to ask a question where they got to give me a name. Or, or like, full name. like a full on description of something that happened. I'm not letting them <laughs> off easy.
1: Yeah, that's. I was thinking, how will I die? But that's morbid. And what? Oh, if, I don't want to know. What that. if it's like kicked by a horse named Lady Wonder? <laughs> In like, five, four, three. <laughs> no, <laughs> oh, she's counting down. Yeah,
2: yeah. I don't. I don't want to know that stuff. I don't no, want to know like scary. when I'll die or how I'll die or anything like that. So
1: yeah. Because Tim McGraw says you just got to live like you were dying. Hey, you so. know
2: what? You're, uh, I told you before we start recording, I've been dealing with death all day. Yeah. So, uh, our, one of our beloved fish died. Rest in peace, And Sylvia. It, uh, rest in peace, Sylvia. And if you want to feel like you're, um, talking to the most stoned person on the planet trying to explain <laughs> something, have a conversation about death with a toddler. finds you a three-year-old. <laughs> finds you a three-year-old. Ask them, uh, try and explain what death means. And then just sit back and wait for
1: the questions
2: that what you was... have no idea what to answer.
1: <laughs> well, what was the, what was your answer, your short answer? Of, well, like that kicked off the questioning.
2: Well, she was in the room when we saw Silvio. It was a very traumatic and, and quite witnessed... dramatic dr- death, quite honestly. I don't know what happened. He started doing flips all over the aquarium and like it was, it was like something short-circuited in his little brain or he had a little mm-hmm. fishy heart attack or something. And then he just collapsed on the on the bottom and <laughs>
1: wouldn't move. <laughs> and I
2: was like, oh, no. I think something's wrong with Silvio. She's like, is he not feeling well? I was like, I don't think he feels well. So, so you got to sh- ease her in. Yeah, we had to, like, take him out of the tank. I made a little coffin for him. Out of? Out of a uh, box of fizzy drink stuff (laughs) nice (laughs) nothing special then we ended up just putting his his body into the ground uh, in a more natural burial yes because i was like this box is just gonna sit in the dirt we (laughs) we should just put it directly in the dirt yeah so we're like yeah he doesn't he doesn't feel well um he's died so we're gonna have to take him out and we're gonna bury him and everything and she was like i want to go in the front yard and dig a hole for Silvio. We're like, okay, yes, we'll do that. The other fish look sick too. I wanna Uh-oh. I wanna bury them and we're like, they are fine. <laughs> no no <laughs> please. She's like, I'm gonna
1: dig a bigger hole.
2: <laughs> In fact, like I told you, the fish are thriving because Silvio was kind of an asshole and he Ooh. bullied the other fish and bullied the snails, and now they're all thriving. I feel like it was a calculated murder. <laughs> i was just saying it's like a tank
1: that what's that on sunday's channel no one saw a thing and it was like 50 people in a town (laughs) some guy got shot to death and they're like who did this and everyone's like i don't know like you were standing around and watching it those other fish are complicit yeah yeah i think we'll have to do a
2: mini-sode on what actually happened (laughs) in the tank with sylvia but um yeah i've since ordered a book on how to okay uh on how to talk to her it is it's wild yeah, having I a think... toddler is like just having a drunk person around all the time. Oh yeah, they can't get food in their mouth right, and they fall
1: down into stuff, <laughs> and, and just... they just want to watch TV like with their face
2: right up to the glass, and just ask the craziest questions. And the other day, she was in the back of the car, just going fist bumps. I'm talking about fist bumps. <laughs> <laughs> We're like, what the fuck is she talking about? She's like, pull into the Water Burger drive through. <laughs> yeah, you guys. Tommy's like, it's like having your drunk friend driving to the bar at 1am like just screaming (laughs) at you in the back the other day she's like what's inside of air and i'm like i don't i have no idea ella i really don't know but it's like questions like that all the time it's like i'm just talking to my drunk friend (laughs) you
1: guys ever think like
2: what even is air yeah uh, absolutely (laughs) it's totally it's totally like that so shit man
1: (laughs) so yeah maybe i'd ask maybe my third question would be
2: what really happened to Silvio?
1: Oh, I was going to say, what happens when you die? But that's... That's a good question, too. A Silvio Mystery. Well, my When my sister's hamster died, I discovered the body. And my mom's like, he took a dirt nap. We got to go bury him. <laughs> a dirt him. nap. <laughs> he took uh, a dirt nap. Yeah. It was never really explanation. It was just like, he's dead now. He ain't no more. Just yeah. put him in the ground. Well, it's hard to explain what death is. hmm
2: I mean... And then, and when you, what I've realized is when you try and explain things that as adults, we kind of just accept and we're just, when you try and really break that down to a child, you realize how complicated and difficult of a, just a, to wrap your head around that, that is, Mm -hmm. and to really grasp. And so I'm always like, wow, this is much deeper than I even like, Uh, you just become like numb to it it's just like Mm -hmm. a thing that you but then when you have to really think about it it becomes like it uh makes you think
1: about things differently which i appreciate that she does that for me i mean i'm not a parent but uh just show her monty python's dead parrot sketch (laughs) it's one of the best ones he has explain it at all oh
2: i love it Well, we're talking about Lady Wonder, the psychic horse. Who will live on uh, forever. Yeah, she has since passed, but her spirit and her powers will live on forever. This is going to be a fun one, I think. It's going to be a five-parter on Lady Wonder. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Uh, I'm Christy. I'm Heather. And let's get into it. When someone mentions a talking horse, most people think of Mr. Ed, the beloved television character who spoke... First by having nylon string pulled through his mouth, then later by simple training. When his trainer touched his hoof, the horse moved its lips. While Mr. Ed was a lovable and fictional companion, in Richmond, Virginia in the early 1920s, a very real horse was just about to discover her abilities to talk.
1: Did you watch Mr. Ed? I did as a kid. My dad yeah. did a great Mr. Ed impression. Oh, nice. Ooh, Wilbur. <laughs> I, when I read, because I, I go, oh, in my head, I was like, oh, they put peanut butter in his mouth. Because that's what I had always heard, yeah. like the urban legend. So I looked it up and they said that they ran a string through his mouth, that which seems painful. Mean.
2: <laughs> like uh, through his nostril?
1: No, like uh, through his lips. I think almost like dental floss. Like it would oh. be as if they had dental floss from your, you no, know, your molar to your molar out coming outside gotcha. of each corner of your mouth and just moving it back and forth. But still, thinking about that would rub the corners of your mouth, all for our amusement. But I think he learned, so he didn't have to do that anymore. He was probably like, I'll learn whatever you want
2: (laughs) to get this shit out of my mouth. I remember Mr. Ed, Green Acres. Oh, man, Green Acres. There was another one. They were all around that same time. I mean, I don't... I was... No, I'm not Little. that old. I wasn't watching yeah. them when they came out, but they were on like Nick at Night and stuff. Dream, uh, dream of Genie. I dream of yeah, Genie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I made
1: Paris watch the Thin Man films with William Powell and Myrna Loy, which are so, I mean, we watched the first one. And I was like, oh, I'm 67 years old. Yeah, in my soul.
2: <laughs> I ate a bowl of grape nuts today and had that same thought.
1: <laughs> no grapes, no nuts. No. And then I started thinking,
2: why are these called grape nuts? I still don't know. I meant to no. look it up, and I forgot. That's the third question. That, that is lady I wonder they call grape nuts. <laughs> <laughs> well, Claudia Coons Fonda was born September twenty third, eighteen eighty six. In nineteen twenty four, when Claudia was thirty eight years old, she and her husband Clarence bought a two week old female horse, who she decided to call Lady. The couple did not have children of their own, and Claudia quickly became attached to the young mare, even bottle feeding her. A black foal with white feet and three white stockings, Lady was the product of inbreeding between two siblings, a common occurrence in horse breeding. Despite Lady's parents being racehorses, the font is planned to use her for a plow horse. At first she was a seemingly normal horse, but soon the couple noticed something strange about her. According to the Richmond Times-Dispatch, all Claudia and Clarence would have to do was think about calling to the horse, and she would
1: suddenly come galloping their way. This would be really helpful if Paris could just hear my brain cuz I wouldn't have to scream throughout the house to get him to come in the other room.
2: <laughs> yeah, I didn't have my phone today and Petal was laying on top of me and I needed Tommy to come in there and I
1: was like, "Oh god, how do I I don't <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, help." <laughs> I dropped help. a safe. It's not really a safe. It's like a lockbox. We put it on a really high shelf and I needed to get something out of it. I pretty much dropped it on myself and instead of yelling for him to come help me, I just yelled, God damn it, after I dropped oh, it on yeah. myself. God damn it's he my came. favorite thing to yell. <laughs> he came running. He came In running. fact, uh the rumor has it that Ella may have uttered, God, God damn it. The other my day. uh my niece says uh shit. She doesn't anymore, but her mother it's a frequent phrase from her mother and so now that there's a video she sent me where she goes, Shit is not polite. <laughs> Shoot. <laughs> Is polite. Oh, <laughs> like, Well yeah, good. you gotta say she gets to say shit. Don't say shit. Yeah,
2: yeah. Don't say shit. Yeah. Don't say shit. I was not there, but um Tommy said she may have said that and I was like, Well I, I will watch my mouth then. I'll
1: buy a ticket to hear it, right LSA, so God damn it any day. <laughs> that's gonna be the new sign off at the end of the episode. <laughs> Instead of keep it creepy, it's just her going, God damn it. <laughs>
2: Claudia, who had already formed a deep bond with her horse, began practicing with Lady, training her to use large children's letter blocks in order to communicate. Claudia was no stranger to training animals to do unique tricks. She had once trained a Shetland pony to perform and also had a Pomeranian named Pudgy that was able to play popular tunes on the piano. Boy, back in the 20s, he didn't have shit else to do. (laughs) I feel like this is how I should be entertaining myself.
1: It's I don't right, have shit teach. else to
2: do either. I, I should be teaching pedal to play an instrument. I don't... Pedal the
1: pianist pig.
2: <laughs> you think the piano? Yeah. I think, yeah, she could use her snout. Uh-huh. She couldn't use her her hooves because her arms are, she's like a T-Rex. She can't. <laughs> she can't.
0: Yeah, it's it's too, short.
2: too Too short. Yeah, this is how I should be spending my days. Claudia kept ladies separated from other horses, focusing on her training and nurturing their bond. Soon, her efforts were rewarded as the Fondas watched Lady spell out her replies to the questions they would ask. Lady also appeared to offer up thoughts of her own. One of her earliest demonstrated tricks was the ability to sense when a tractor was close to approaching. The Fondas were amazed when Lady would spell out E-N-G-I-N-E, or engine, only for a tractor to amble by the farm a few moments later. Sounds like a psychic course. Yeah, this one isn't that impressive to me because (laughs) you can hear an engine coming. It's a horse that can spell, though. That's (laughs) That's, impressive. See, the training part is impressive to me. Mm -hmm. And I've seen videos of dogs do this where they train them to like bring alphabet letters and stuff to... I mean, again, I'm really missing an opportunity with Petal here. She could be capable of all sorts of things that, that we don't even know. I would love to ask Petal
1: questions because her answers would be aggressive. <laughs> uh, very, very,
2: but she will tell you the truth. <laughs> Around age two, Lady began to outgrow the blocks. Feeling she was ready for a more advanced way of communicating, Clarence engineered a sort of horse typewriter on which Lady could use her snout to bang out answers via large rectangular keys containing letters and numbers made of scrap metal from Clarence's job at Tradegar Ironworks. After a few years of showing off ladies' talents to their closest friends and neighbors, word of ladies' abilities began to
1: spread. Can you imagine being the foreman at Trigate, <laughs> whatever, Ironworks, like, Vonda, what are you doing with that spare scraps? <laughs> uh, nothing. Yeah. I'm, t- I'm building a uh, an explosive. No, tell me what you're really doing. It's for a horse it's typewriter. It's a horse typewriter.
2: And apparently it was the size of a piano. It's it was. Used. I mean, a you can't have a tiny, a normal-sized <laughs> typewriter
1: for a horse. She would crush it with her face <laughs> yeah. or hooves.
2: With rumors of a psychic horse, the masses flocked to the small red stable in Richmond, Virginia. The fondas charged the curious spectators $1 each, or about $15 in today's money, to ask Lady Wonder three questions. According to Mental Floss, over 150,000 people came to seek the guidance from the
1: clairvoyant Equine You got to say for the fonders, at least they weren't gouging people.
2: I would pay $15 to go ask an an animal that claimed to be psychic three questions. Yeah, it's not $50. It's not. These aren't Miss Cleo prices. No, no. While Lady certainly answered many questions incorrectly, she was also known to get many correct. Between the hours of noon to three, Lady would answer questions of those that had traveled to see her. She was known to predict the sex of unborn babies. Offer guidance on career and education choices, correctly guess women's maiden names, and provide hot stock tips that proved financially beneficial. The exceptional horse even predicted the presidential elections of Roosevelt, Truman, and Eisenhower, as well as the entry of America into World War Two, according to Strange Company. Lady,
1: you knew we were going into <laughs> WW two and you didn't stop it? I know. I thought you were a patriot horse. <laughs> she maybe she done was something she was a oh, patriot horse. She wanted us to it. defeat Hitler. <laughs> But if you own a horse that knows stock tips, don't charge people money. Yeah. Just get the stock
2: tips. Yeah, get the stock. That's how you make your money. Or you train her to tell the other people bad stock tips, and you get the true stock tips. you yes. Gouge the market. One journalist that witnessed Lady's abilities during the late 1920s reported that when Lady would move the alphabet blocks to spell out her answers, she would go into an almost trance-like state. After she finished her reading, she would revert back to being tense and nervous—more typical behavior of her racehorse heritage. Local children also noticed that Lady was unlike other horses with whom they would play. When they would hide a thimble in the pasture for Lady to find, she was always successful. That is successful. A thimble is so small—I couldn't find a thimble in a in a pasture. And what mm-hmm. a wholesome thing for children to do—to just go play <laughs> with a horse in a
1: field. I'm Although you, man.
2: perhaps dangerous, I don't know. I think. That's- don't stay behind it. I think. Yeah, that's. I always true. wanted
1: a horse as a kid. Man, I always uh, wanted a horse. horses are great. I love horses.
2: In 1927, the whole world was watching as Gene Tunney took on the world heavyweight boxing champion Jack Dempsey in a highly publicized championship fight. Commentators favored Dempsey, the reigning champ, but Lady Wonder had a different prediction—an upset by Tunney, which turned out to be exactly what happened. When the nation caught wind of a horse who could correctly predict the outcome of sporting events on which they could bet, they clamored to the farm in Richmond. That's a, that's a money-making machine. Oh, yeah. You, you got all these people lined up to bet on horse races. They're asking the horse who's going <laughs> to win. This is where she can get her revenge. This is where Lady Wonder, really, (laughs) if she has a vengeance. Because she did predict, like, a ton of... uh, She did. What is it called? The Preakness? But uh, what's the big one called? Oh. the the, the
1: hats? The Triple Crown thing? No. Yeah. Is it horse races? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, The The Grand Prix. Not Grand Prix. What is it? What's the one? Yeah, with the big hats. Oh. Hold on! Someone's screaming it right now. I can hear <laughs> so many. I feel it, you, and this isn't even live, and I still With feel it. With the mint it.
2: juleps. Yeah, what's the fucking horse Louisville, race called?
1: Kentucky, Kentucky Derby. Kentucky Derby. We did it! Right. Yes. Uh, uh Yeah, you saddle up that horse and say, "I'm taking her down to the races," and they go to race? No, to bed. <laughs> She's just putting her money down.
2: <laughs> but she could. uh She predicted a ton of like correct races and everything. I will say. One of my most clairvoyant moments that I personally had, do you remember, I guess it, I don't remember the exact year. I want to say it was like 2007, around there, 2008, mm-hmm. when the horse at the Kentucky Derby fell on the track and they had you shoot it on the track.
1: I don't remember that. Do you remember that? dramatic.
2: That I dreamt that happened two weeks before it happened.
1: Oh, my God. It was
2: very weird. <laughs> That yeah is really weird it was you very dream that specific. And you think
1: why did I just dream about a mm-hmm. horse
2: race I was in the stands I had a big ass hat on and I saw oh. it all happen and then I saw it happen on TV two weeks later
1: that is traumatic it was it was bizarre do you ever think so I got caught in class I don't know if I told this on the air Googling how do you know if you're psychic one time in class in law school and my friend in class was like are you googling how do you know if you're psychic I was like shut up which I think if you have to Google it, you're not psyched. Like you would know. <laughs> yeah, you probably just know Question you would ask yourself, but I had had a lot of deja vu events or like dream events that had come to fruition, uh, no, I also noticed frequently when I would drive by uh street lights, they would go off, and I was trying to Google if that had something to do with it. Oh, I've
2: heard of that, um, I forget what it's called there's something some people have like something in them that like makes electronics malfunction or Is light the bulbs movie Powder?
1: Bust and see. Yeah. Are you powder? Can you bend spoons with your mind? I'm <laughs> getting there. I'm trying to. I can bend spoons with my mouth or with my ice cream powder. Nice. That I get yes. But yeah, I was trying to, I wondered that. I don't know. I don't know how you know if you're psychic. I got to do more research. I gotta yeah, ask you got to ask Google. We got to ask Lady Wonder. How do you know? Well,
2: by this time, Lady Wonder had garnered so much attention that the Richmond City Council voted to label her an educated horse rather than a fortune teller. This change in title saved the Fondas a $1,000 annual fee as they were charged to house a fortune
1: teller, according to the Huffington Post. That's a whole interesting thing, too, is the taxation and the regulation Mm -hmm. of psychics and fortune tellers. Even if you're an animal. (laughs) It's (laughs) They, it's, <laughs> it's not just regulated
2: to people. <laughs> They're equal opportunity fortune tellers. <laughs> While claims of a psychic horse attracted many excited fans, they also attracted just as many skeptics, including scientists, psychologists, and paranormal experts. The Richmond Times-Dispatch described three such experts who came to test Lady, who but this time had become known as Lady Wonder. In 1927, the experts descended on the farm to test just how psychic the horse was using a coin and a clock. They began by asking Lady Wonder the date imprinted on the coin, taken from one of the expert's pockets. She banged out 1914, 1914, without hesitation. The second expert brought a clock and hid it from view of anyone else. He adjusted the time to a random number and asked the horse to guess what number the clock now read. To his surprise, she guessed correctly. So She's two for two of these guys. Yep. In the winter of that same year, Professor Joseph Banks Rine of Duke University set out to Richmond to witness Lady's abilities for himself. Rine was a leading expert in the field of parapsychology and had even coined the phrase extrasensory perception, or ESP, during his research at Duke. Upon arriving at the farm, Rine set up a tent outside Lady's stable and over the following week conducted 500 tests. It's a dedicated (laughs) researcher. This is all I kept thinking about, too was joe's a banks the the suit man (laughs) every time i read this and it made me laugh that like
1: if it was joe's a banks he failed at the horse test and he's like i'll go sell suits with father it's not what i wanted to do
2: according to mental floss tests included the doctor writing out very long and complicated words on a piece of paper and having lady guess what he had written these included mesopotamia and carolina Ryan also asked Lady Wonder simple questions, such as, Can you spell boy? and What's the cube root of 27? Each time, Lady proved successful in her answers. However, as the math became more difficult, Lady struggled, unable to answer the cube root of 1728. While a horse not knowing the answer to such a difficult math equation was not necessarily surprising, what stuck out to Ryan was that Lady seemed to answer incorrectly, when her owner and trainer, Claudia, also did not know the answer to the question. Furthermore, when Ryan blindfolded Lady, her success in answering plummeted, giving only 4 out of 11 correct answers. This led some to speculate that Lady's success was contingent upon her being able to see subtle cues from her trainer, especially given the fact that Claudia insisted on standing right next to the horse during the readings. I don't know
1: the cue breed of 27.
2: I don't know. Again, we talked about this last time. When do you use these math equations? I guess now I eat my words. I wish I knew how to do some
1: math right now. (laughs) If you were trying to cue a psychic horse or be a psychic horse, you would need to know them. This is why we have calculators. Or Google or Siri. (laughs) That's true. Siri has been malfunctioning. I was screaming. I was trying to. Oh, I was going to say, what's the temperature outside? Instead of just opening my phone and looking and I kept going, what's the temperature? God, what's the temperature? What's the. And Paris is like, I'm just going to open my phone. What was it saying to you? It just was freezing. It would say what is and then it would freeze and I would turn it off turn oh. thumb, and turn it on and it would say what is and it would freeze. It was just malfunctioning. Siri's not great. Uh, we have Google Home, who doesn't See? have a name.
2: It's just Google Home. It just is. Google. It's just Google. Yeah. I wish she had a name.
3: 18 plus
2: well upon concluding his study ryan published his findings in the journal of abnormal and social psychology he stated that while lady wonder seemed responsive to telepathy and possessed some psychic power the horse did not possess independent thinking it could only answer questions correctly if another person in the room namely claudia already knew the answer dr ryan conceded that while he did in fact detect subtle signals between claudia and lady wonder that still did not account for answers to questions Claudia could not have known, such as guessing what was written on a piece of paper obscured from her view. So it is weird that Claudia wanted to stand right next to the horse when all this was going on. But True.
1: But how would she know Mesopotamia? Like I, it was just
2: written I, on a card. We're going to get to another skeptic's test. In a minute, that I think answers that question. Nice. Of of anything that's written down on paper. New York psychologist Thomas L. Garrett went to ladies seeking answers as to the whereabouts of his beloved dog. A Long Island kennel had told Garrett his pooch had died, but Garrett wasn't so sure. When Lady Wonder told Garrett his dog was alive and well in sunny Florida, Garrett did some digging. He soon discovered the New York kennel that had told him his dog was dead had actually faked the death in order to sell the hound for a profit through its Florida branch, according to HuffPost. Garrett had made a career out of proving fortune tellers to be frauds and fakes, but after meeting Lady Wonder, he left the farm a true believer. How would she know where the dog was? That is some shit that they're going to tell you your dog is dead and then sell it to another place. I would burn the kennel to the ground. Dude, get all the animals out first, but yes. No, yeah. That's, that's awful. Another skeptic, journalist Paul Duke, found himself flabbergasted by Lady Wonder when she was able to spell out his name, the name of the college he had attended, and also the exact dollars and cents figure of his weekly paycheck.
1: All pieces of information she had no way of knowing. To be fair, Duke is both his name and could have also been the college he attended. So she may have just gotten that one right twice.
2: I think a lot of these, like any, I mean, this is a fun story. And, you know, they don't report all the things she got wrong.
1: Yes, it's more fun (laughs) to say, you know, she guessed it.
2: Yes, yeah. So of all the stuff that I saw, it would just say, you know, she got some things wrong, but here's all the stuff she got right. But it (laughs) (laughs) doesn't list all the time she said something that made absolutely no sense or just like pooped. (laughs) <laughs> or s- laid down. I don't know whatever a horse does when they don't she, want it. First beneath. of all, I I do applaud though that she was like, I will only work from noon to three because oh, yeah. I would also like those hours. Set some boundaries for yourself. Be yeah. like Lady Wonder. But I think um I think a lot of these could be explained by Claudia knowing the answer mm. and then cueing her. Um, or you know, like with with anything, people take away from an experience what they want to take away from it. Mm -hmm. In 1952, a reporter for the Los Angeles Times traveled to Richmond to witness the supposed psychic horse
1: for herself. Recounting her experience, she later wrote, As a prophet, this horse seems to be about as faithful of a replica as Nostradamus as the 20th century has ever produced. However, despite being impressed, the journalist went on to say she believed
2: ladies' success could be explained by the law of averages, rather than... Supernatural hocus pocus. In that same article, it was reported that Lady's notoriety had reached
1: all the way to Capitol Hill. According to Huff Post, the article stated that at least one senator who has an active voice in the shaping of international politics allegedly consults Lady Wonder instead of his constituency before making a move.
2: I mean, honestly, can we? Get, <laughs> how, I'm I'm for this. If we can resurrect Lady Wonder. <laughs> And somehow get her making some some moves. Be put her in charge. <laughs> I think we're. I think the country's in a better place. How do we get Lady Wonder on the ballot? Is <laughs> that a, can we in. do that? Can we just, just ride, ride her? her in. Ride in a dead psychic horse. <laughs> 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 I love that the senator. They're like senator. We need an answer. The bill must be
1: passed. And he's like, I'm. I have a flight to Virginia. <laughs> Leave me. Get, Leave me alone. <laughs> I must talk to the horse. I'm getting a Lady Wonder 2020 sign from my front yard. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Yeah, definitely. <laughs>
2: Still others weren't convinced Lady Wonder possessed true psychic abilities, but rather that she was following subtle cues provided to her by Claudia. In 1956, famed illusionist of the time, Milbourne Christopher, declared just this. During the visit, Christopher introduced himself to Claudia as John Banks rather than his real name. His trickery seemed to work when after Lady was asked his name, she incorrectly typed out B-A-N-K-S. Oh, got it, Milbourne. <laughs> Milbourne Christopher is such a great name. Milburn
1: Milbourne Christopher. Milbourne
2: Christopher, famed you. <laughs> illusionist. <laughs> you I hope thought he ap- I. <laughs> I hope he appeared in a puff of smoke in her bar. <laughs> that might spook her, though. she she runs off. Yeah. She's
1: gone for the day. We're not. She can't answer any more questions.
2: Next, Christopher implemented a trick of deception. Using a pencil and a pad of paper, Christopher asked Lady to tell him what number he was writing down. The illusionist wanted to see if Claudia would use what is called pencil reading to cue Lady the answer. While Christopher made the motion of a nine with his pencil, he actually wrote down the number one. Once again, Lady failed the test by typing out the number nine. Christopher concluded that rather than Lady Wonder being a legitimate psychic horse, subtle cues from Fonda were actually responsible for the phenomenon. Can't bullshit a bullshitter. (laughs) Now, man, if anyone's going to see through this facade, it's Christopher Milbourne, famed illusionist. No, Milbourne Christopher. Milbourne Christopher, famed illusionist of the 1950s. But I think that this pencil reading thing is uh an explanation for if people were writing down words although mesopotamia is hard to just like see from across the room that somebody's writing down but some of that stuff i think maybe claudia could like tell what was going on and was giving the horse some cues i would have insisted that claudia leave the room for my reading Mm -hmm. but i don't know it sounds like she was pretty adamant that she must stand there Disbeliever and New Jersey professor John Scarn believed he figured out one way Claudia was cueing the horse after his visit with Lady Wonder.
1: According to Strange Company, Scarn wrote, Mrs. Fonda carried a small whip in her right hand and she cued the horse by waving it. I detected Mrs. Fonda doing it every time the horse moved the lettered blocks with the nose. This method of doing the trick might have puzzled me if I hadn't have known the placement of the horse's eyes on either side of the head gave them wide backward range of peripheral vision. Therefore, it offered no problem for me to detect. The shaking of the whip the first time was the signal for Lady to bend her head within a couple of inches to the blocks. A second shake of the whip was the cue for Lady to continuously move her head in a bent position back and forth over the blocks. When Lady Wonder's head was just above the desired block, Mrs. Fonda made the horse touch the block with her nose by shaking the whip a third time. It was as simple as that.
2: John Scarn coming in hot. Agent John Scarn is Michael <laughs> Scarn's cousin, his grandpa. <laughs> yeah. So in, I've seen pictures, and she does have a tiny little whip in her hand, and she's literally okay. standing, like, by the horse's neck.
1: So, I guess, yeah, because the, they can see pretty far back there. Yeah. So she's, she'd be like, well, I wasn't in front of the horse, mm-hmm. but I guess if you don't have to see, interesting. That's like, uh, that's a pedal too. Pig's oh, eyes she- are on the side of their head.
2: That makes sense. More instead of in front like a dog. So if you you can't come at pedal from the front, or she gets real, (laughs) she, uh, she, she gets real spooked. So you gotta like pet her, pet her coming at her from the side, man.
3: Plus.
2: Despite all the skeptics, that still did not keep away those seeking help. And in 1952, Lady Wonder's real moment to shine seemed to come when Danny Matson, a young boy in Massachusetts, went missing. Authorities had searched everywhere and decided to seek the Oracle horse's guidance. When asked where they could find the missing child, she spelled out Pittsfield Water Wheel, according to Mental Floss. This answer confused authorities, as there was no such place near the site of his disappearance. However, authorities realized the horse may have meant Field and Wild Water Pit, a water-filled site near an abandoned quarry in the area where the boy had gone missing. Based on this tip, the police searched in the pit, and there found the body of the young boy who had
1: drowned. Very tragic. I'm glad they found yes. him. I have a yeah. few questions. Got a couple of questions. <laughs> Please. There was a pit near an area where the kid was you didn't search that first I'm sorry and
2: it's also the 50s I think some things were fast and loose I mean they're I consulting like, a psychic horse for Christ's true
1: in another state but if I go hey Christy you have a question like what's the name of the store up the road and you're like Bob's Magic Pan and I go and I'm like oh Ross Dress for Less I think she meant <laughs> Ross Dress for Less it's like not yeah. even the same thing no
2: and that's why I think a lot of this was she said one thing. What we think she meant was this <laughs>
1: loose interpretation.
2: Yeah, real loose interpretation. Pittsfield Water Wheeled, what she meant was Wild Water Pit. I guess. Also, I don't Don't go to the Wild Water Pit. <laughs> no. And yeah, if a little boy goes missing around an abandoned quarry, just search that quarry. Or a pit. the pit. Or adjacent. the pit. Yes, the adjacent pit. While Lady appeared to have helped in the case of little Danny Manson, her predictions were not as accurate in the case of nine-year-old Gary Heyman, a little boy who was unable to speak. The young child had gone missing from his school in Providence, Rhode Island, and so far the only clues had been found were his clothes neatly folded by a stream near his house. Gary's mother had heard about Lady Wonder, the psychic horse. Desperate for help, she called Claudia and implored her to ask Lady a
1: series of questions. Well, that's just sad. It's heartbreaking. I mean, you you really are any straws you're grasping. Oh, at I you.
2: mean, if Ella went missing, I'd contact any psychic animal in the world that might be able to help me.
1: Sylvia Brown from Montel Williams. Sylvia Brown. Why does that sound so familiar? Is she, she was a famous one- psychic? Yeah, she's a famous psychic. She was always on Montel. Oh, man, that sounds familiar, but I can't picture what she looks like. She's got like copper hair bangs. She's got long fingernails. She's kind of like, I think she's maybe from New York. Oh, big bug eyes. Older lady. But I'm she's thinking like, is of the real- New Jersey Psychic. No, no, no. That's a different that's lady. That's a different lady, right? Okay. Yeah, Long Island Medium. I yes, think yes. that one. No, New Sylvia Jersey Brown- Psychic's
2: a different... That's a spinoff. I would watch that.
1: <laughs> no, Sylvia Brown was always on Montel, but she would... Ta- she would like a medium, and people in the audience, she was like, mm-hmm. if someone has the letter M, is it is it your mother? <laughs> like, yeah. So, or like, yeah. somebody's standing to the left of you. He has yes.
2: gray hair and a gravelly voice. Or like, that's my grandfather. He died <laughs> last month. Which, you know what? Some of that stuff, I believe, some of it I don't necessarily believe, but I do think if it helps the individual cope yes. with whatever they're going through and provides them a sense of, like, peace and closure, then,
1: then so be it. You and I sat through the group psychic reading, and that, yeah. I think you were in that one where the woman was like tearful and the woman said someone's with you it's a younger man yeah. and she's like it's my son he was 23 and he passed away in a car mm-hmm. accident and is like weeping and she's like he wants you to know he's okay he wants you to know and so like you said if it heals that it's not like she said he wants you to give me 350 dollars. Right. yeah to you know it's it's almost therapeutic also that same psychic she said something to us remember she was like i
2: feel like right over here um there are two people that connected through comedy and using their oh, voices. theater and theater. theater, theater and using their voices to connect. And we were like, that's probably us. <laughs> <You miss> me. <laughs> Hello, man. man. I'm, I was thinking about the psychic fair the other day and how I wish that how oh, I wish everything would freaking reopen and and. The world could get back on track, but I'm going to visit the psychic fair
1: again. We'll go back when, when it's safe. We'll go back, and you know who will know when it's safe to go back. The Lady psychics. Wonder, <laughs> oh, oh, the, oh psychics! Yes,
2: I was going to say they should erect a statue to
1: Lady Wonder at the psychic fair building. It's true, and you go up and like put coins in it and rub on it for good luck. Mm-hmm. Well, Claudia, of course, agreed
2: when Gary's mother called and began seeking Lady's guidance. She asked the horse.
1: Is Gary Heyman alive?
2: When Lady spelled out the word hurt on her typewriter, Claudia then asked,
1: Where can the little boy be found?
2: This time, Lady spelled out truck. When Claudia asked where the truck was located, Lady spelled out Kansas. Claudia proceeded, asking, Can Gary
1: Heyman be found?
2: To which Lady answered, Yes. Finally,
1: Claudia asked, Is Gary with good people or bad people? When
2: Lady Wonder spelled out G-O-O-D, everyone was hopeful. So much so that Mrs. Heyman asked Kansas State Police to search for her son in that area. Sadly, Lady Wonder's predictions proved to be inaccurate when a few months later, Gary's skull was found by some hunters in the woods near his home. That's just heart-wrenching. It is. It's really sad. And this one, I'm like, if it is Claudia cueing her... This does get kind of icky because you're giving a a mother hope that her missing child is alive and putting him in Kansas. So that is kind of sad that this his mom would be so hopeful and think, oh, he's out there somewhere. He's with good people. Because also he couldn't – he was unable to speak. Yeah. So that, you know, adds a whole other layer to this too. And then when he was found – And they ruled, the police ruled his death accidental. I mean, they'd found his clothes kind of neatly folded by that stream. So maybe he decided to voluntarily go swimming and drowned or something, you know. Mm -hmm.
1: But But, you're right. It's it's kind of just say, I don't know, or say near home, you know, don't make up Kansas or whatever. Yeah. I mean, she was
2: so hopeful. She called the police in another state to go search for him. Mm -mm. And I wonder what they said. Like, who? I'm sorry. A
1: horse told you that we should be looking around here? What you should say is, I consulted an expert and the expert <laughs> said Kansas. That's so true. you don't have to say. Nope. It's not lying. You're just right. leaving out some details. Exactly. Mm-hmm. They didn't ask, was it a horse?
2: If they did, you are supposed to say yes. <laughs> yeah. Was don't. this lady wonder? Because we know about her. And <laughs> I think we're by then, We're on the case. If she we're said we'll, it, we'll search every truck in town. Well, some believe it isn't that irrational to look to a horse for answers, citing that humans have been looking to animals for answers for centuries. Lady Wonder is what is known as an oracle animal, an animal whose behavior is used for divination purposes. The Bible described a dove coming to Noah with an olive branch in its beak, signaling that the floods had receded. Americans look to a brown ball of fur located in Gobbler's Knob, Pennsylvania, each Groundhog Day to divine whether or not winter is over. And in 2010... A common octopus named Paul made international headlines when he correctly predicted the outcome of the World Cup championship game. He was met with death threats by the losing team, but his handler, Oliver Walensiak, told the UK's Telegraph.
1: There are always people who want to eat our octopus, but he is not shy, and we are here to protect him as well. He will survive. Sadly, later
2: that year, Paul passed away of natural causes. That octopus caused quite a stir,
1: because he predicted several matches. How did he predict them? He's an alien, and he's going to get out of the tank.
2: But did he, like, did they give they him had, two like, pictures? And he... There was, like, balls, I think. He put his little uh, tentacle towards one picture or towards and, like, one picked ball? picked it. mm Indicated. Natural causes. Sounds <laughs> like somebody pulled a Silvio on <laughs> old Paul. Somebody <laughs> bumped him off. Aw,
1: More than once,
2: actually. Do
3: I have to say? Yes, you do.
2: In the car before my kid's PTA meeting.
3: Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You could get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
2: Although they may not be able to tell you your future, dogs even have predictive capabilities. They are able to sense the shift in static electric fields associated with lightning and feel the drop in barometric pressure that comes along with thunderstorms. Seizure alert dogs are able to detect when their owner is going to have a seizure, up to 45 minutes before the seizure occurs. While it was previously unclear what gave these life-saving dogs their abilities, a 2019 study in scientific reports showed
1: that the dogs detect the seizures through smell, a truly incredible feat. That is... The thing, though, is having these animals that can help you with seizures or with even, like, if you're a diabetic and your blood Mm -hmm. sugar. My cousin is a nurse in the emergency room, and she had a lady who had a seizure squirrel. And the squirrel could sense it. Then she had to kick another man out who alleged that the wolf that he brought in, that he had strapped a construction vest to, was his uh, service animal. When, in fact, it was a feral wolf with a construction vest taped to it. So... He thought... What is it... uh... Not a comfort animal. An emotional support Emot- wolf. Emotional support? Was he claiming it was his emotional support animal? He said it was a service wolf, but it it didn't have... A, it was a man's construction jacket. <laughs> it wasn't <laughs> a regulated service animal vest. And it was a wolf. <laughs> it was big. You can't have a wolf in an ER. No. I mean, a wolf and a squirrel in the ER, you're going to have an, a situation. <laughs> Not at the same time. The squirrel was legitimate. It also had a tiny vest but it was made for the squirrel. It was not a hatchet job like the wolf situation. Dang. I think for the most part, you're not allowed to tell people that they can't have their service animals, but in that case, it was a wolf. It was not, it was a wolf in a construction jacket. It was not <laughs> a legitimate service animal. How do you the even squirrel, get a, on the, other hand, was. the jacket on the wolf?
2: Hey, it sounded like they had a bond.
1: Maybe If they he did. was able
2: to have tamed a feral wolf in the first place to get him into the ER, It was a feed even in itself.
1: Like a wolf-like dog, it was an actual, I don't know, man. Garland, Texas is a
2: wild place. Yes, that's there's no joke about that. These seizure dogs are incredible. Amazing. I watched a whole documentary on them, and especially with children and things, how they just will stare at you mm-hmm. nonstop. I mean, that's their job. Like They don't leave your side. They don't take their eyes off of you, and if they detect something, they will start pawing at you and letting you know, like, You need to get in a laying down position. You need to take your medicine or whatever. And they can save lives. And this scientific report study is fascinating. They took saliva and sweat from like 20 different people that suffered from epilepsy Mm -hmm. right after they had had a seizure. And they put them in all these little vials. And then they had all of these, their trained dogs come in and smell the different vials. And they were the dogs were trained to, you know, if you smell something that smells like a seizure, sit down next to it. And I think there were five dogs, like three of them, 100% accuracy each time. The other two were still very high, but they hadn't been trained as much. So they they didn't get quite as good of numbers. But the super impressive part is it was from 20 different people. The sweat and in, in urine was and, and saliva, they... And they were – they had, like, different forms of epilepsy and stuff or seizure conditions. So it was just – so they think that there is something emitted in your sweat or your urine, a smell that we cannot as humans smell, but dogs can pick pick up on.
1: That's amazing. It's it's fascinating. And they they save your life. And that's – I mean, it's so important to have – because there's nothing else that can predict something like that, like Mm -hmm. the seizure thing, you know, where you can – do preventative measures. Take your medicine. Lay down. Whatever you need to do. And if you don't know that, I mean, for all you know, you're about to go get in the car and drive off. Yeah, or exactly. Something. Totally. Yeah. And
2: you get to have a doggo that you bond with. Yeah. I mean, and like that's your emotional support it, with any service animal, like mm-hmm. squirrel, wolf, dog, whatever it may be. They um they do provide like something that that people that people can't for sure. Mm-hmm. Speaking of lightning, our dog Kate. Yeah, That she can predict a storm from <laughs> miles away. She'll just start shaking and panting. And we're like, storm's coming. Get her <laughs> in a crate. Storm's coming. <laughs> better yeah. go inside. She, she only calms down if we put her in her crate. But yeah, it's uh, animals can definitely sense stuff. And because their noses and everything are just so much better, they can detect things that we can't. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Well, it has been said that Lady Wonder even predicted her own death, claiming she would die at the ripe old age of 30. While she wasn't 100% accurate, she wasn't too far off, passing at the age of 33 after suffering a heart attack on March 19, 1957. Twenty-five people attended the beloved horse's funeral. She was laid to rest at a pet cemetery in Richmond, Virginia, alongside 2,000 other animals. Following her death... Claudia went into seclusion before passing away two years later on February 4th, 1959. Clarence eventually passed away several years after that in 1962. Not long after, the Fonda's house and Lady's stable were torn down to build an interstate.
1: Now you're driving through
2: Richmond and you don't even know you're driving over the psychic horse stable. And that's sad. That. I mean, Claudia was so uh, bonded and, and close to this horse that... Yeah, people said when the horse died, she just went into seclusion. She became a hermit and wouldn't come mm. out. And then eventually she she
1: passed herself. Man, just depression, you know, like yeah. the despondence. That was kind of her whole life purpose. Mm-hmm. When Lady Wonder passed away,
2: Ivy Stone, a neighbor of the Fondas who had met the horse herself, told the Times Dispatch,
1: She wasn't a pretty horse. No one would ever say that. Just an old swayback mare. There wasn't anything special about her except, well, it was just how did she learn her ABCs? Everybody said it seemed like she knew what you were thinking. I remember that before she'd answer, she would look you in the eyes, like human eyes, I'd say.
2: Stone, who lived down the street from the Fondas for decades, also told the Times-Dispatch that she believed it was Claudia who was actually the psychic, saying,
1: I think she passed it through the horse, that's what I think. Maybe that's why she was standing so close to her. That's what I think, too. I think Ivy was on to something. Ivy Stone
2: is a badass name, by the way. Dude. (laughs) That is a soap opera name if I've ever heard
1: one. Ivy Stone won't like when she hears this.
2: (laughs) As for Claudia, she always believed Lady was simply an educated horse and believed that every horse would be capable of the same abilities if their owners took the time to teach them the alphabet, according to Strange Company. So, therefore, you're kind of saying she's not psychic. She can spell because I told her what She's just really to trained and <laughs> she's just spelling out what I'm telling her to say? Is that kind of what she's saying?
1: I mean, no. I mean, oh, God. <laughs> what? Don't look at the man behind the curtain. I don't this know. Is, this is all off the record. Please leave. <laughs> so, was Lady
2: Wonder truly psychic or just very well trained? Experts agreed she was exceptionally trained. And according to Middlefloss, one skeptic even admitted to the Richmond Times-Dispatch,
1: I am perfectly willing to admit that I have no idea how she arrives at the correct answers to our questions. There is no conscious trickery here, I'm convinced. But I'm not converted to the mind-reading theory. What's the solution of the puzzle? I don't know. Can Lady Wonder's psychic abilities be explained by her trainer
2: besting the law of averages and cueing her filly to answer correctly? Was this simply a case of hopeful visitors interpreting answers to mean what they wished and reported predictions being exaggerated for the sake of a mystical story? Or was the phenomenon true, and for 33 years, Lady Wonder blessed the world with her psychic wonderment? When Lady herself was asked to explain her abilities, she simply spelled out M-I-N-D, an answer that seems open to whatever interpretation you
1: prefer. So what do we think? I think Claudia had to be psychic because how would she have known Paul Duke's exact paycheck and what college he went to unless it was also Duke and she knew it, she just accidentally said Duke twice.
2: Um, I wouldn't I don't think Claudia was psychic. I think a lot of this can be explained by the law of averages or um,
1: I don't know. Is that stuff public knowledge? Probably not. Somebody's then? Unless he said, I'm a police officer, and she somehow he was, knew. He like, was a
2: journalist.
1: Oh, yeah. So then maybe they probably that, made nothing.
2: That stuff might be. I don't know. I think a lot of it is, um, I mean, even a broken clock's right twice a day. Good point. So, you know, you guess, and sometimes you're right, sometimes
1: you're wrong. She looks at him. She's like, with shoes like that, you make $5,000 a year. <laughs> right. Exactly. She's really judgmental and good at it. I want the list of all the times she
2: tried to guess somebody's paycheck, and they're like, first of all, I'm insulted. Rude. Yeah. <laughs> and and it wasn't correct. So, so I don't know. I, I, I want to believe that Lady Wonder was psychic. Mm-hmm. I think, um, just, I think that the more logical answer is that Claudia was cueing her, especially since like if she hadn't been in the room, I'd have a lot more faith in this. But the fact that she like insisted on standing right next to her, I don't know. That's like a stage mom. Oh they yeah. Won't,
1: they won't let their kid just Toddlers do their own thing.
2: Oh my gosh, that show makes me uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. It is. It's too much. But um. But I think that you know if Lady Wonder provided some uh, guidance to people that needed it and, and entertainment, then is there anything wrong with that? You know, ask the Fondas who made
1: 150 grand. True. <laughs> off, well, of and, their, off their horse, at the she, very least. She trained it. I mean, she earned the some of the 150 She did gains.
2: train it. Yeah, she did train it. Yeah. I mean, it is impressive that a horse can spell out stuff. It, but if she is using a little whip, and just being like, all right, nope, not the A, not the not the M, stopping the L. And then, mm-hmm. you know, then is she really spelling? No, she's reacting to a, a training cue or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I don't know. I think the only way to solve this is if I start training pedal and we see yes. what happens. That's what we <laughs> have to do. we
1: get to the bottom of this. What else are we doing?
2: I mean, according to Claudia... If all trainers took the time to teach their animal the alphabet, this is the outcome. Well, You start training her. I'm going to go get some scrap metal and make a pig typewriter. Please do. (laughs) We just put it in the backyard. I will charge $15 to come charge her, to ask her three questions.
1: It's the going rate.
2: It's fair. I hope that's okay. I feel like that's even a good deal because this was back in the 20s. So really now it'd be like a hundred bucks, but I'm not going to, I'm not going
1: to gouge the market. We're not here to gouge. We're here to help and heal no. with Pedal's And I, won't,
2: I, I will not even be outside when it happens just to prove <laughs> just it's, it's her, true.
1: Yeah, Let her loose on the typewriter.
2: Yeah. <laughs> ha, have you thought of your other two questions for oh. Lady Wonder? Uh, are you really psychic?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Y-E-S. Damn. She's, she would know. She's the psychic <laughs> horse. Yep. Well, uh, let
2: us know what you guys think, or if you had any relatives that maybe visited, or maybe you, maybe yourself. The people in the
1: 50s are still around, right? True. Maybe if you're related to Lady Wonder, somehow. Ooh, if you're a Foon. If you're a Foon descendant, Claudia Foon. Oh, Fonda? Claudia Coons- Foon Fonda. That's right. Her I middle thought- name was Foon. I-, I thought that Foon was like... Like, you know, like, a what do you call it when it's a half horse, half man? Like a... Uh, uh, centaur? Centaur. I thought that was like a half horse person was called a foon. And I was like, oh, I learned any word today. But you were just saying her middle name or her baby. Oh, name. Oh, yeah. I thought you were like, oh, if someone is a foon, they should call in. Yeah. But that's no. just her, her coon's yeah, Yeah, if you're father. a
2: horse and you're listening to our show right now and you know Lady Wonder... You knew her. Please let us know. If you
1: can DM, then that's even better than a psychic
2: (laughs) horse. If a typewriter is the size of a piano, a phone with a tiny little keyboard, it's got to be like Like a a refrigerator. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I want to see that.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: Well, let us know what you guys think, and um, when we post pictures of uh, Lady Wonder on our Instagram, you can comment with the three questions that you would want to ask her if given the opportunity. We love providing sinister to you at no cost. So if you like what you hear, consider supporting the show by donating to our Patreon. We're a small operation creating this show for you by researching, writing, recording and producing it ourselves. Any amount is sincerely appreciated and helps
1: offset the cost of making and hosting the show. As a thank you, you'll also get some sweet perks like ad-free episodes, a Sinisterhood sticker, membership to our exclusive Patreon Facebook group for those in the Rolling the Airwaves tier, a special shout-out on the show, a monthly bonus mini and patron exclusive video and audio content like our weekly mix bags where we share three of our favorite things of the week. For more details on specific membership tiers, visit Sinisterhood.com and hit Patreon in the top right corner to join today. And make sure you stick around after our sign-offs to hear your shout out. So many of you have been tagging us in pictures of you sporting your sweet Sinisterhood merch. Keep those pictures coming. If you want to get some cool Sinister Hood swag like t-shirts, mugs, totes, and even clothes for your kiddos, visit Sinisterhood.com and click on shop in the top right corner. The best
2: thing you can do to help us grow is like, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And please tell a friend who you think would like us to
1: check us out. It means so much to us and really helps small podcasts like us get more exposure. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Sinisterhood Pod and like us on Facebook at Sinisterhood. Christy, I'm on Twitter at Christy or GTFO, and I'm on Instagram at Christy M Wallace. Heather, I'm on Instagram at Heather versus the world, and on Twitter at MCK versus the world. As always, the devil rules the airwaves. Keep it creepy. Hey everybody! Thanks so much for supporting the show on Patreon. Here are your special Patreon shoutouts: Tara Patterson, Julie Keen, Rebecca Nordman. Demi West, Brooke Conaway, Lindsay Reed, Holly Souter, Katie Stover, Carolina Williams, Corey Rayleigh, Elia,
2: Janelle DeSanti, Wendy Frederick, Nick Bunting, Allison Anderson, Diana Sparks, Heather Wald, Sarah Scherer, Kimmer, and Haley Burroughs. Thank you guys so much for your support during these trying times. We know it's not easy, and we sincerely appreciate everything you do. We couldn't do this without you. Stay safe, stay healthy, and keep it creepy.
1: <laughs> Sinister.